gentlemen, welcome to the Dr. Script Show, where we're talking about your favorite movies, what was good, what was bad, and how we can improve on these movies. We don't just talk about the problems, we get solutions to the problems. And I am here with my lovely, very animated guest, Dr. Sam. It's great to be here. Yes. Fully animated. Very, uh, very can, 2D right here. If you can here. see us right now, we look like these hand-drawn creations. It's, it's pretty crazy. That's what we always look like, but today we finally wanted to tell you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, but the, our movie today is not 2D, actually. It is the uh, 2016 release, Moana. Moana, Moana, Huana. And we are going to take some uh, hot takes from this, so get your keyboards ready in the comment section, ready to just spit some hate fire. All right. Oh. Oh, yeah, we hate this movie. No, we don't. don't. (laughs) So, since we don't hate this movie, Taylor, what do you think about this movie? Um, I liked it when I first watched it. Uh, I will admit, the first time I watched it, I was like Jack Sparrow, and I was sort of like a pirate. And What what do you you mean? Were you, like, wearing a nice hat and holding a sword when you were watching this movie? Um, In a way, I was surfing, you know, the interwebs Uh as a pirate. Oh, cool. I saw the film... And I, it was really bad animated. It was uh, not rendered correctly, so the animation was total crap. And I really focused on the storytelling of it. And I walked away not enjoying it as much as I thought I would. And now rewatching it, where I actually can see it, the animation, like, oh my god, the animation is amazing. Like, I thought it was really. I wish I could have appreciated that the first time I watched it, but I definitely still think the story problems are there, and a lot of people give this movie a pass because of how good the animation is. Mm-hmm. I think you can really take a nice little parallel between this and Frozen, where the songs are amazing, characters are pretty good, but the story is sort of lackluster. I mean, yeah, I feel similarly. I saw this movie for the first time in theaters with my sister a couple of years ago. We had a great time. Uh, and I agree. I think, honestly, Moana's a really good character. Mm-hmm. Like, people, like, look at her as, you know, kind of one of the more progressive feminist characters. But even if you just take out, you know, the gender aspect of it and just make her just a, a leader and someone who's venturing, she's a really solid, well-laid-out character, someone who can figure stuff out. Uh, the story around her is not as strong and doesn't allow us to kind of, like, feel more with her. But that's okay. She does her best, and I think that she's uh, one of my one of my favorite Disney princesses. I she's up there definitely. She is the most like active princess out there. She, yeah, she's technically. A I mean, objectively, Mulan is the best Disney princess. Yeah, I totally agree. Moana's a great character, great role model. Uh, you know. Uh, yeah. Let's so let's let's get into some of the things that make her such a great mole model. Let's talk about this movie. All right, let's summarize this bad boy. So we uh, we open up on this uh, old lady who's kind of telling us the story of the universe, and she opens with, "In the beginning, there was only water," which is not exactly how the Bible starts, but <laughs> close enough. We'll go with it. So in the beginning, there was water, and then this island called Tafiti uh, rose. And she, it was actually more than an island. It was a living creature as well, kind of like Mother Earth. And Tafiti gave life to everything, sprouted up more islands, gave creatures all their consciousness. And she was like, this is good. This is good for creating. But then people got greedy, and they wanted to learn how to create things too. So one day, 
the uh, the demigod Maui, who's known as Maui the Shapeshifter because of his fish hook that he has that can help him turn into any kind of animal he wants. If, to give you a little description of what this fish hook looks, have you ever seen like any stereotype Hawaiian guy, the necklace he's wearing? It's just that little hook. Just know? a little hook at the back there. Yes. Yes. So he, uh, he, gra- he, he goes in, he grabs what's known as the heart of Tefiti, which is the power source that allows people to create life. But as he's escaping with the hard defeaty, this volcanic creature called Taka shows up and knocks him out of the sky and basically makes him lose the hard defeaty and his fish hook so he can no longer shapeshift and the power of creation is now lost in the sea. Mm-hmm. And we are revealed that this story is being told by an older woman telling a bunch of little kids about what's going on and how, you know, he was say, same was saying the world was created. And we get introduced to our protagonist, Moana. Yes, she's a little baby in this stage, and she's the only one not scared by this story. She's excited by it. She's empowered. And we uh, we see her father, the chief, come in and is like, Mom, can you please not tell these kids all this crazy, these crazy stories? So that's Moana's grandmother telling the story. Moana's father's the chief of the town or of the island. But Moana goes and wanders off because she's a little adventurer. Yep, and she goes to the beach and is greeted by this very, in hindsight, creepy water. Yeah, it's weird to say creepy water. (laughs) The ocean is a character in this movie. Mm -hmm. You know how in every romantic comedy, New York is it's a character? Because it has so much life and personality. That's the ocean. The ocean literally comes alive and plays with Moana and, like beckons her out to the ocean, which is a little creepy, and then she sees a conch shell, and she walks over to it, and the ocean splits, but then she sees something shiny in the water, and it's the heart of Tefiti, oh, and she walks over to it, and basically the ocean opens up and allows her to pick up the heart, and she's holding on to it, and it's great, but then her father calls her over, and she, as she goes over, she drops it and loses it, and uh, her father sees that she uh, she has been Wandering, He's like, hey, we can't go out to the ocean. Never go out beyond the reef. We can never explore beyond things because, you know, she's got to want things in this movie. Exactly. Uh, and then they go back to the village and the chief starts singing a song about how everything is great in the village and she needs to learn her place in it. And how much the whole town little village loves coconuts. Exactly. It really, they do. That's a line in the song where it's like, we love the coconut. Everything we do is built around it. We use every part of it. Which is true. It's a really good lesson to learn. Yeah, I'm glad they're recycling. It's part of the movie that I do like is that these guys aren't wrong to do what they're doing. They just uh, they don't know they don't know how to survive. They're not doing they're not building themselves up for perpetual survival. They're just doing things for what they've been taught so far. Yep. But so the song happens and years pass. Like the song is kind of the years passing song where. The chief is teaching Moana how to be a good leader. She really wants to go out to the ocean, uh, and she's excited to go out to sea, but he won't let her. And eventually, one day, the song ends, and she's like 16 at this point. So then Moana is basically kind of like chief in training, that she's going around helping the villagers. They're like, hey, our plants are dying, and she's like, oh, we'll go take out the seeds, put them over here, and then you're good. Then she goes and checks on a guy who's getting a tattoo, and is like, doing a great job. I hope, hope everything's all right with you. 
Uh, we meet her, some of her little friends. She's got a, a tiny pig friend and a tiny chicken friend who is uh, not very smart named Hey Hey. If you want to know this chicken's personality, it's literally ju- just that he's stupid. Also, fun fact, the chicken was voiced by uh, actor Alan Tudyk, uh, who you may know as uh, K27SO uh, from Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. Uh, because Alan Tudyk is in every Disney animated movie, but because they only cast Polynesian actors in this movie, they had they had no place for him, so they gave him the role of the chicken. Oh, and there's this side tangent, but there there's this really funny behind the scenes video of him recording his lines as the chicken, and he does like bokak bokak, and then he looks straight into the camera and says, "I went to Juilliard." <laughs> You're blowing my mind. I had no idea he actually was in a bunch of uh, Disney animated films. Yeah, in uh, in uh, Wreck It Ralph, which you haven't you haven't seen, but Wreck It Ralph, he plays King Candy. Okay. Uh, and then in Big Hero Six, he plays the uh, the businessman who's like kind of in charge of everything. Okay. Oh, in Frozen, he plays the Duke of Wesselton. Of course. And then in Zootopia, he plays Duke the Weasel. So, Alan Tudyk is in all of these things, but again, since they were only casting Polynesian actors, it would have been uh, inappropriate to cast him in a role that was a named character. Oh my god, that was so funny. I had no idea about that. I went to Juilliard. <laughs> yes, it's perfect. So, Alan Tudyk's uh, chicken is there, and he's just pecking away at things, not being smart, and some guy's like, you know, we could cook them. And Moana's like, uh, some people's skills are seen later on in life. Wink, wink. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so Moana is helping people. Eventually, the people who are trying to wrangle up fish bring Moana down. They're like, hey, we're running out of fish. And she gives her a bunch of directions. And they're basically like, yeah, we've already done that. We're running out of fish. And so Moana, in a, and it's a very realistic thing that has nothing to do with actually her desire to go out to sea. She says, hey, why don't we fish beyond the reef? There's probably more fish out there. And her father goes ballistic. I've been telling you you can't do that. You've been dreaming of this for your whole life. And while that's true, that's not related to the situation. Yeah. But, you know, he goes crazy on her and says, no, we're not going to do that. And Moana gets sad and sits by the water. Her mom shows up and says, hey, listen, your dad doesn't mean it. He, he was like you once where he was stubborn. He really wanted to go out. But he went on a, on a voyage on a boat, and his best friend ended up dying out in the storm. And she's like, oh, I understand his backstory now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got that, audience? We understand. He, he has a story now, so we, we understand him. But it's a weird, contra- not contradiction, but it's not an actual important backstory. We can get to that later. Yep, nope, we definitely will. But yeah, basically, after Moana's mom leaves, she like looks out at the ocean, and she's like, you know what? I really do want to go out there. And she sings her probably my favorite, uh, what's known in the Disney canon as I Wish song. Uh, are you familiar with the I Wish song? That, uh, yeah, we talked about this yeah. Frozen. Yeah, the, uh, the, uh, it's honestly my favorite uh, of those types of songs. It's, it shows exactly who this person is, uh, exactly what they want, develops their character more, also advances the plot at least a little bit. And, like, shows a real character struggle on the inside. Yeah, it's basically, like, if you think of other Disney characters, Belle, when she's going around saying she wants to read books, right? Mm -hmm. And then, shoot, I'm trying to think of another one. Snow White has one, Uh, right? Snow White, yeah, I think it's either Snow White or uh, Cinderella's Sleeping Beauty, where it's, uh, Sleeping Beauty is actually where hers gets interrupted by the prince showing up, Mm -hmm. because it's her being like, 
oh, I knew you once upon a dream. Like, she's looking for her prince, and then prince shows up and is like, I've been looking for a princess. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of work that way together. Uh, Mulan's is when she's looking in the mirror, and she's like, when will my reflection show who I am inside? Uh, it's a very common Disney yeah. trope, and it's very very effective. Uh, this is called the I Want Song, and Moana has one of the best ones, and I yes. would agree with Sam on that. No, yeah, I think because it goes in that way, she... She really talks about how she wants to go out there, but she knows her place is on the island. She doesn't want to disappoint her father, but she also wants to be her own person. And by the end of it, she gets in a boat with her little pig friend, uh, and she starts rowing out to sea. And immediately as the song ends, (laughs) the boat just does not go her way. Even though the ocean's her friend now, another problem we can talk about later. Mm -hmm. Basically, while she's out to sea, the ocean, she, like, does not know how to sail. She's never learned how to sail. And she, the, the ocean wins. She gets knocked overboard. She almost, like, drowns getting stuck in a piece of coral. And Moana now comes back to shore with her little sidekick characters, goes back, and the father? No, no it's her grandmother's there. Because mm-hmm. she crashes and burns, and her grandmother's watched the whole thing. <laughs> and she's like, so, uh, you still like to go out there? And she talks to her grandma about, you know, how she knows now because of the crash and burn that she... Her place is on the island. She needs to be the chief. She's going to go put the rock on the top of the mountain to be like, this is my place. I will prove myself. And then Grandma's like, okay. And then Moana's like, wait a minute. You're not going to talk me out of it. Grandma's like, you made up your mind. And as she says that, Grandma's dancing around like a circle of manta rays, which is really cool animation. Yep. It is dope. Uh, dope. And it's basically Grandma just being like, you, you you have to know what you want and go for it even if other people don't believe in it, even if, even if you don't know exactly what you're supposed to do. Uh, and then Grandma's like, come with me. And Grandma takes her to this cave where she sees all these, where uh, Moana goes by herself and she sees all these boats. Uh, and it, like, through this, like, mystical thing, she, like, bangs on the drums and sees the ancestry of her people. And basically, in like a vision, she realizes that her ancestors used to actually be travelers. Yep. They used to explore the oceans and like try and go from island to island to see what they could find. We could call it colonizing if we want to make it negative, but let's call them voyagers and explorers. They're voyagers. Yeah. And we find out the only reason why they stopped was because the heart of Tahiti was removed and that everything just got a lot rougher, fewer and fewer ships came back, mm-hmm. and the other people decided to think it was best for the people to not go. Which is, you know, why I have the backstory with the dad. Yep, I was going to agree with that. We don't need two backstories, one or the other. Yeah, I mean, it's good to have both and to, like, know, but you don't, you don't need it. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah, Moana figures out that her ancestors were voyagers, and she goes back to Grandma, and Grandma's like... Well, now you know your destiny, and shows her that Grandma has the heart of Tahiti. 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 No, it's Tahiti. It's the heart of Tahiti. <laughs> Grandma has it. She's had it ever since uh, Moana found it on the beach. Uh, and Grandma's like, "This is your destiny. You need to go because all of our all of our fish and plants are dying." And that's kind of what we were hearing earlier is that they they weren't able to do anything. So Moana goes back to the village and confronts her father and says. I know how to save the village. All the fish are dying. All the plants are dying. We need to go take the heart of Tafiti to Maui and have Maui put it back where it belongs. And her dad is not down. 
not down at all. And he's about to really argue with Moana on this until another villager comes up saying that his mother is now ill. That's right. Moana's grandma. So then the two of them rush to the, the hospital tent and see that her mother's there, the whole family's there. And they're, as, as the chief is trying to argue with the doctor over what they should do, Moana leans into her grandma and her grandma says that she needs to take the heart of Tafiti, go find Maui and to save the, basically save the world. And she takes off and goes and does exactly that. She, she, well, she does a little reprise of her song where she's like, I'm going and seeing the light. And as she does, it's a really, another really cool thing where Moana's grandma dies and turns into one of the manta rays, mm-hmm. like a spirit manta ray that she was admiring earlier and like flies over and kind of like leads her on her path to start off with yes, uh, as a spirit ray. And, yeah, she starts sailing towards Maui. And she finds out that she's got, what was uh, the Cluck Cluck? Uh-oh. Uh, hey, hey. Hey, hey. Okay. She, I mean, you can call him Cluck Cluck, too, because that works, too. <laughs> uh, either or. We'll, we'll see what oh, happens. I'm sorry. We're still dealing with the Kieran Knightley shit from uh, <laughs> Attack of the Clones, so I guess we should call him by his real name. <laughs> uh, Anyways. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so Cluck Cluck is there. <laughs> hey, 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 yeah, hey, hey's okay. there, and she's like, all right, I guess, hey, hey, stay with me. Uh, and so they're sailing, and basically Moana still is really bad at sailing, mm-hmm. and her ship goes into a storm, and she's like, hey, Ocean, can you help me out? And the ocean's like, fuck you. Yeah, and just literally, like, it's a typhoon, and just this huge wave comes and destroys Everything. And it's worth noting, again, the ocean's her friend at this point. Yes. Like, it's helped her out, and it just crashes her, and basically it's nighttime, but then when she wakes up today, she's on this really tiny island, and she realizes this is Maui's island. Yep, but before, she just totally bitches out the island, being yep. like, what the hell? I thought we were friends. Yeah, and then the, the water's ocean. basically just like, Aah. She goes to the ocean, fish pee in you. Yeah. Which is like a sick burn for the ocean. Yeah, dude. Dude, she got him. Yeah. I'm surprised she didn't, like, dab on the water right there. Oh. <laughs> uh, in case you didn't notice, we dabbed. Yes, we but, did. Uh, yeah, so she figures out it's Maui's island. Maui shows up, and he's like, hello, I'm the greatest. He's basically the rock. Yeah. Because it's played by The Rock. You know, as long as there isn't any papers involved, he won't be defeated. We dabbed again (laughs) there. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, so then Maui's like, oh, come on, you you really need to address me as uh, a very, you know, a, a better thing than just Maui. You need to call me by these things because I gave you all these things. You're welcome. She's like, I didn't say thank you. And he's like, but I say... You're welcome. welcome. And he sings a song about how he is responsible for all of the good things in everybody's lives because he really did a good thing. He brought the sun closer to the earth. He discovered fire. He invented coconuts Mm -hmm. uh, by doing these mystical things. This was my favorite song from the whole movie, I have to say. I, I mean, I think if The Rock was a better singer, I would like it more. I At one point, I knew every word to the song. I, I liked it a lot. But I, I agree. The Rock's not the best singer. Yes, but it's a really fun, energetic song, and he puts in like a lot of his effort. And there's that classic Lin-Manuel Miranda rap that happens in the middle there where it's like, honestly, I could go on and on talking about every natural phenomenon. And it's like, okay, okay, you, you can have your fun here. Uh, I'll allow it. Yep. Because uh, there's not a lot of room for rapping in Moana. No. Um, 
Anyway, so the song ends. Maui sort of traps her in a, a cave and yeah. is sort of like, yeah, she'll be fine. I'm like, she really won't. She's going to die there. Yeah, he steals her boat and is starting to sail off. But Moana breaks out of her cave prison and gets on the boat with him. And he's like, get out of here and throws her off overboard. And then the ocean's like, nope, here she is. Yep. He's like, oh, sure. Now you're going to help ocean. Uh, of course. <laughs> Freaking ocean, man. Ocean, man. It's a song. Uh but yep. Yeah, so they try to do that, and they argue for a long time about uh, what what they're going to do, if he's going to help her, and he's like, nah, I'm not going to help you. And then she reveals the heart of Tahiti. Tahiti. No, it's going to be Tahiti. <laughs> All right, Tahiti, so we'll, we'll be right. Kira Knightley, never forget. <laughs> um, and so they are... She, he, Moana, or not Moana, Maui begrudgingly accepts to help out, and they are then attacked by coconut pirates. That's right. They're attacked by coconut pirates. Mm-hmm. And Moana's like, oh, they're sort of cute. And then they get their face paint on, and they're like, they, they draw little they angry draw little faces. things on their faces because they have little arms and legs, <laughs> and they're just coconuts with drawn-on faces. It's, it's silly. Uh, and basically, the coconuts steal the heart of Tafiti. For like a hot second. And then the two of them steal it back. It's a long sequence, but we could probably just say that. That's basically it. And they do that. And then at that point, Maui's like, all right, all right, you've proven yourself. I'll, I'll help you restore the heart of Tafiti if we can go get my, my fish hook back so I can start shape-shifting again. Mm-hmm. So the two of them end up on this island that leads them to the realm of monsters. So they have to climb up this big mountain and uh, perform a human sacrifice. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yep, just kidding. Uh, it, uh, Maui has to do this uh, ancient dance, which is an, an actual, an accurate dance that a lot of people in Polynesian cultures do. Oh, nice. Like, uh, uh, it's just like a spiritual thing, which is really cool. Yes. Uh, and it opens the cave. And they jump in, and they have this, like... Did you ever see that episode of SpongeBob where he goes into like the dark realm of the seas or whatever? Yeah, well, it's is the uh, is the one where uh, the Flying Dutchman throws Squidward into like the zipper, right? Maybe I can't remember that. <laughs> well, well, we'll look it up later. Um, <laughs> Links in the description below. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a really like just trippy to be trippy face, mm-hmm. but like it was really cool animation still. Yeah. And we eventually bump in Tomatoa. Tamatoa, the giant crab. And he has Maui's fish hook. And they send... Maui gets the idea to use Moana as bait to go get the hook. Yes. And Moana's not down. She's, like, dressed up as a pretty shell or whatever. And she gets the attention of Tamatoa. And he starts singing about how much he loves shiny stuff. It's so shiny. (laughs) Which is, uh, it's, I, it's a song. I also like that song a lot. I feel like people really hate on the You're Welcome and the Shining song, but I enjoyed them a lot. Yeah, it's fun, and it, it helps a lot because while he's singing his Shiny song, uh, it's, a, it's a cool you know little distraction sequence where uh, Maui's trying to climb on top of uh, Tamatoa's shell. Because like, the way that he is, he's not like just a big crab. He's like he's a giant huge crab. crab with a bunch of like treasure like attached to his shell, and he like has so much gold and everything just around him. And Maui's got to jump on top of all that because his fish hook's at the very tip top of his shell. Uh, but while he's singing, uh, the Tomato is actually pretty smart, and he like shakes Maui off and like gets in his face and like really like <laughs> yells at him for what his main uh, backstory problem is. <laughs> yeah, um, they hint at it a little that his mom threw him away. Yeah, which is super dark because like he's he's a demigod, like he has powers and he's so good but his 
whoever his, the god that his mother was just hated him and tossed him away and he uh, decided from there that he was only going to go after the attention of humans because they were they were the people that would give him attention. Yeah, we'll come back to that after the fight. But mm-hmm. so we get that little brief like hint at his backstory. Tomatoa and uh, Maui fight a bit longer. Ends up with Maui taking the fish hook again, but he still doesn't know how to use it. And Moana outsmarts Tomatoa actually by giving up the heart of Tahiti. Tahiti. <laughs> yeah, she uh, she has the heart of Tahiti, and that's what uh, he really wants because it's very shiny and it has the power to create life. But she does something very smart. Mm-hmm. She uh, takes like the glowy paint that because uh, that's kind of what his shell is covered in. Because when the lights go out and he's but he still shines because he likes that. So Moana takes a regular rock and covers it in green paint so that it looks like the heart of Tafiti and throws it and it's like, here, take it. And then there that's how she and Maui are able to escape with the correct heart of Tafiti. Yep. And so they get up and Maui still doesn't know how to use his fish hook. He's and, like a half man, half shark. Yep. Oh man, let's get that, let's get that sitcom ready to go for ABC this season. Yep. Shark Man. <laughs> this this summer on ABC, what happens when the rock doesn't know how to shapeshift. <laughs> Dwayne the Shark Johnson. <laughs> yeah, so that's basically it. He he gets back to normal, but he's having a lot of trouble uh, becoming different animals still uh, because it's been a thousand years since he operated that fish hook, so it's mm-hmm. going to take a little... It's not like riding a bike. Yep, nope, I completely agree. We've all been there, man. Yeah. We've all been there. But yeah, they get back on the boat, and at this point, uh, Maui respects Moana a lot more. Yeah. And he's like, you know what? Kid, I'll teach you to sail. And he teaches her how to sail. And yeah. they have this little montage about Moana sailing. And it's like, hey, that's really a, nice. A Moana-tosh? Oh, ho, 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 Moana-tosh. Hey. But yeah, so it's this... I'm going to say now, it's a very short montage of her learning to sail. And then they end up at uh, Taka's lair. Mm-hmm. Basically, Taka's like guarding to the Tafiti Island uh, and is chasing off any people that try to come near it. And they try and go to the island to return the heart of Tahiti. Tafiti. <laughs> I actually probably should say Tafiti. That <laughs> probably is pissing off some people. Um, <laughs> That's okay. Uh, <laughs> Remember, Kira Knightley. <laughs> we can't piss people off more than with that, right? <laughs> uh, the thing is, there's probably like half the people have no idea what we're talking about. I'm just going to go to backstory. In Attack of the Clones... I thought that one of the... Because in uh, Phantom Menace, Kira Knightley is like an, uh, uh, one of the, the handmaids to Queen Amidala. I thought she was still one of the handmaids to Queen Amidala in Attack of the Clones, but I was wrong. It was just someone who looked like Kira Knightley. Anyways, <laughs> you have, you go back to Star Wars Month and listen, and you'll hear me incorrectly during Attack of the Clones call someone Kira Knightley when it's not actually Kira Knightley. Yes. Uh, you know, coming back to over a month and a half ago now. <laughs> Anyways, um, back to Moana. Yeah, let's talk to... Um, so, th- you know, Maui is going around trying to fight uh, Taka. Taka. He's, like, being really wizard right now. Oh, we can't throw it back too much. <laughs> so Maui's fighting Taka, and, Ma- and Moana's trying to steer the boat into, like, Taka's fortress... To get through, but she's not able to get through. Taka keeps outsmarting them, and Maui's really like going at him. And at some point, Maui's fish hook gets hit like real hard, and it is like cracked. 
and it's not it's, things are not looking good no. and they basically get blown away and Taka has uh, won the day and the two of them are shoved off and Maui's like what the hell like with this was supposed to be easy I got my fish hook back I don't even know why I'm still with you because like it's if it gets hit another time it's broken mm-hmm. and this is where we officially get Maui's backstory right of like, uh, no I think we got it a little bit before did we uh, yeah when they, when they were bonding over sailing and stuff but basically Maui's backstory is his mom hated him and we already talked about it I'll yeah. just keep that in um so, yeah, so Maui decides that after his fish hook is so damaged that he needs to leave her because he needs to leave Moana because he's not going to survive another attack. And Moana wasn't the correct person to do this task. Yes. So he just flies off and then Moana just like breaks down and tries to call for the ocean to take back the heart mm-hmm. because she isn't worthy. And the ocean accepts the heart. And she's like crying, breaking down, and then someone comes. Hey, then, a, then the spirit of a manta ray comes by in her, in her by her boat, and shows up, and it's her grandmother. And she, her grandmother, talks to Ma- Moana, and they have a nice heart to heart. Where Moana's like, "I'm not the one. I wasn't meant to do this." And her grandmother's like, "It's okay if you were meant to do this right now, but you know you can. You just have to, you know, believe in yourself and." All the things you would expect uh, in this moment of a movie. Moana starts to believe in herself, and she jumps down to the bottom of the ocean, swims, grabs the heart of Tafiti, picks it back up, and is like, fine, I can do this without Maui. And so the next day, she does attempts that, goes up, sees Taka, is ready to attack her, and she... She pulls some moves on him, man. She's a she's a pretty smart, uh, pretty smart, pretty smart cookie. She sails the ship. Really, is a, she actually is like able to like scoot it so that it splashes water because it to cause like a volcano creature mm-hmm. and hardens it. And she's able to like scoot inside and get within uh, to cause lair, but to cause about to uh, to get her because it's a giant volcano monster and Moana's a small girl. Yeah, and, we've all been there. But Maui shows up out of nowhere and like distracts him and is like. Don't do that. I can I can take care of this. And Moana's like, you showed up. And Maui just looks at her and says, you're welcome. <laughs> hey, I'm dab. Like, oh, it's so cheesy, but it's so great <laughs> at the same time. Oh, man. So basically at that point, uh, Maui's job is to distract Taka while Moana sails off to uh, Tafiti to try and put the heart back where it was meant to go. Uh, and so while Maui's doing that, Moana goes to the island and notices there's nowhere to put the heart. The heart. There's nothing. There's nothing. There's no opening. There's no anything. But she sees this large indent of what looks like almost like a woman, like lying down, and she just can't figure out where to put the heart. And she climbs to the top of the mountain and can't figure it out until she finally, like, thinks about what her grandmother said, looks at Taka, and realizes, wait, Taka's not Taka. Taka is actually. Tafiti. Tafiti, no, what happened? And so Moana, at that point, raises the heart of Tafiti to the sky. It shines. Taka notices that it's there, and it starts, like, monster crawling after her, like, splitting the ocean. Mm-hmm. And uh, Moana just slowly, like, badass slow-mo walks, like, straight to Taka as she's like, acoustic version sings her <laughs> I Want song. In a, in a musical world, pretty badass. Yeah. And so Taka is there and then, like, is about, like, not about to attack, but, like, towering over her. And Moana just puts back the heart of 
Tahiti into <laughs> the little key there's, area, I guess. Yeah, there's like a little hole right in the middle of Taka's chest that's perfectly sized for the heart of Tafiti because Taka was actually Tafiti all along. Oh. She was not. She was not actually this evil creature. She was just this person who had the life taken out of her and needed needed to be given back what, what was owed to her so long ago. Yep. And she... She just, like, fall The Taka person just, like, falls apart, revealing Tahiti again. Tafiti. <laughs> and she, like, restores everything back to greenery, and she picks up Maui and Moana and, like, sort of, like, gives Maui a huge, like, bitch face look, like, oh, yeah, what's up? And he's like, oh, I'm chilling. Like, you look great. Where have you been? What's your lotion you're using? And uh, she fixes his fish hook, mm-hmm. lets him do what he wants to do. She and Moana have like a nice little moment because Tafiti can't talk, so it's like a very nice silent kind of thing. And uh, from there, uh, everything goes back to normal. Tafiti fixes the ocean, fixes the, the 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 greenery, the wildlife throughout the entirety of uh, of at least the area where they live. And things go back to the way that they they were meant to be. Yep. Uh, Moana then takes all the old Voyager boats and sets sail, mm-hmm. teaching people how to be sailors. And it ends with Moana on top of the ship and Maui flying by her and like smiling. Yeah. And that is Moana. That is Moana. It is a uh, fun time. Yeah. Uh, a, a really good, uh, really, just a really solid uh, Disney movie. It, uh, yeah, I would say that the, the parts that are a little. Uh, little not as great our Maui's backstory is a little rushed and uh, you know not as full as you'd want it's very understandable mm-hmm. but it's definitely oh we wanted to have this main character in here but we didn't introduce him until about halfway through so they're kind of like putting it together as best they can uh, they definitely spent a lot more time in that in that first sequence it's almost like act one was the first half yeah and then they really like condensed acts two and three yeah no they really like in act two specifically like they're just doing shit you know it's like all right oh we got attacked by these coconut people yeah that was crazy all right maybe i'll teach you how to sail we'll see yeah most of it's non like most of the second act really is non-essential to the plot Mm -hmm. because it's all her going to maui's island the coconut attack sailing to the uh to the realm of monsters the realm of monsters itself and then her learning how to sail which are all important pieces, but they don't, none of them string together that makes sense where it's like, oh, this led to this because of this. Mm-hmm. It's very much of a road trip movie yeah. where it's just like, oh, this happened, and now this happened, and this happened. Like, I know uh, it's like the Odyssey, too, where the Odyssey yeah. is like very, <laughs> these things are just happening to this one guy. Well, the Odyssey was like a spoken word thing, and it was never, it wasn't ever spoken all at the same time. Yeah. So, yeah, th- those, those things. Which, you know, isn't meant to be a bad thing. It's just meant to be like, Moana, you had time to, like, make this a little more structured. Mm-hmm. That's, like, the complaints we have. Like, everything else is really good. Yeah. Moana, as a character, is really good. The jokes that they have are actually really solid, especially for, you know, being a kid's movie where people like to pander to kids a lot. Yeah. It's solid. And the, the lesson at the end is obviously, you know, believe in yourself and always do the right thing, which is... Good message. Good message. Very rushed, though. Very rushed. Very established in the third act. Because I also then, don't know what the lesson is supposed to be when it's like, you know, 
I guess for Maui, it's don't steal things that aren't yours. Uh, I guess. But that's not much of a Moana lesson. No, I mean, that's the one thing with Moana as a character is she never changes. She starts being like a very strong leader who knows what she wants to do and is going to do it no matter what. Like, she always saying, like, Maui, you board my ship. Yeah. Well, it's it's kind of this idea that she had this, like, fake confidence that she really wanted to expose and to, like, show people. It's like, this is real and I can be this confident person, but she would never execute her things, Mm -hmm. which is kind of, which is essentially what they're doing, but it's such a, it's a thin character arc. Yeah. She's a strong character overall from start to finish, but she doesn't have, the movie itself does not allow her the opportunity to change as much. No, I completely agree. I think that is something like we could maybe touch up in surgery, Mm -hmm. but it's something I think we should think about, oh, like how, what is an arc we could give her. Mm-hmm. I also want to say, just a side tangent, when I was watching this, I got a lot of flashes of Infinity Wars. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's this one scene where Moana is dreaming, and she like ends up being back at her island, and everything just is slowly turning to dust. And the parents run out, and they're like, Moana, where are you? And then they just like turn into dust and fly down. I haven't seen Infinity War. What do you mean? Oh, um, what? Does is Black Panther okay? Uh, no. Is Spider Man okay? Uh, no. Is Mantis okay? Yes. Oh, thank God. No, she's not. <laughs> I don't believe. I you. can only give so many negative news at once, Sam. <laughs> um, so that made me like, oh, that was like interesting. What a, what a weird parallel. And then the scene, the right before Maui and Moana go into the realm of monsters, mm-hmm. they're on a huge cliff and. Moana's like, how do we get in? And Maui's like, a human sacrifice. And I'm like, oh, damn. Interesting. Infinity Infinity War? Wait, are you saying, is Gamora okay? Yes, they're all fine, Sam. They're in a better <laughs> place now. Yeah, so there's, there's some parallels there that may have been taken some liberties of. But I know that you mentioned, I forgot about the Realm of Monsters. There, this really is the Odyssey. Yeah. Like, because that's so many pieces of it. Like, they fight people on ships and then they actually go to the underworld where they fight monsters. And then there's, like, the trip back home. It's, it's a little different, but, like, the middle section is very much uh, tra- traditional, like, 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 Odyssey, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this also did, the movie took a lot from Hawaiian culture mm-hmm. stories. Like, I don't, I've not done the research on that or anything, but I wonder if that's just, like, you know. Yeah, well, it's, a, it's classic storytelling. It's, like, especially, and I think it is part of, again, we're two white people about to comment on this culture, so please, apologize. we apologize in advance for anything that we say that is offensive, but we're just trying to, to analyze what's going on with the movie in regards to this. But I do think that is a part of more ancient Polynesian culture where there was uh, a lot more peaceful uh, uh, boating back and forth between islands or like different civilizations mm. where it was a, a good amount of like figuring out where things were, and that's how people... There were native people on certain islands, and certain people would actually set up shop there. So there were certain amounts that were true about Moana's village, but there were certain people that would still also go venture out. Like, I don't... There was no actual belief that, you know, the the world was ending, or that it was unsafe to venture out. Okay. As far as I know, again, if there's anybody who can leave a comment, actually, and explain a little bit more about how accurate the uh, voyaging aspect is to Moana, that would be great. Yep. Um, anyways, should we just, uh, jump into surgery right now? Jump into surgery. What are you feeling on this? Um, 
Should we, uh, should we start small and then get big? Uh, sure, yeah. We, well, depends how big. Because I kind of... Should we... Do, yeah, let's start small. Do your small details first. When we're getting the backstory on the dad, mm-hmm. like, oh, he doesn't like it because a friend died and he's just so heartbroken about it. Just have that be Moana's grandpa. Yeah. Like, or like an older ancestor where it's like so- someone that was in charge of the island for a long time before uh, decided that their best, the best friend died because... Maui had stolen the heart of Tafiti, and that the ocean got worse because of that, rather than it was just like, the ocean's always been bad, and now the ocean killed my friend. Because mm-hmm. I do think that would work better, especially, and because then you could also change the timeline where Maui's not actually lost for a thousand years, mm-hmm. but rather Maui's lost for like 70, 80 years, so that the grandma could actually have that person. Okay. And then the, because uh, that could be like her dad uh, saw. Like her, her, uh, her grandfather's like best friend like get killed, and then her father like saw that and it's like, oh no, I can't let that happen to anybody else. Like seeing the pain that his father went through. Okay. Because I think that would be, that would be more of a reason for her him to keep her back. That because it's tradition, because it's both tradition and pain. If you, there's a better way of figuring that out. I think if you can keep both, or you just eliminate one altogether. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to say with the grandpa real quick. We, I, I would like a backstory for the grandpa in general because, like, we'll see that the son is so distraught about, like, what he did and all that. And the grandma sort of just being like, it's okay. Like, we'll see him soon later. Like, maybe he's questioning faith a bit more than she is. And it's there's a little dynamic mm-hmm. there. But with the reasons why they don't go off the island – we pick one or the other. Yeah, it's it really is because it the way that it looks at first is that it's her father's rule and not the fact that they actually were voyagers for thousands of years and then a thousand years ago they stopped and then her father's just following the rules because it just just kind of sounds like he went out for for a little trip once and then <laughs> didn't want to do it. So yeah, it's it's confusing backstory. It's not a bad thing. It's just pick one. Yeah, exactly. Let's talk about the water. The water? Yeah. Yeah. So, actually, the water is part of uh, one of a larger set of problems that I have with the movie. Yeah, no, it's, we're, we're tackling the bigger stuff now. I just honestly had that one little thing. There are too many side characters. Mm-hmm. Because I consider the ocean a side character. Because there's a bunch of people that help Moana out along the way, which is fine. But you've got Maui, you've got her grandma, you've got the ocean, you've got Hey, you've got the pig, you've got her father. Oh, God. Uh... I mean, then, you know, you've got the other side characters like the coconuts and the turtle, like the, the shiny turtle. Uh, we can take those away because those don't help her. But still, you're left with about six side characters that it's not bad to have that many side characters, but they all fulfill basically the same role. Yeah. Pushing Moana in the direction of where she needs to go. Well, I think you could easily just cut out Hey Hey and yeah. the pig. But I, I mean, mean I, Disney princesses need to have well, cute I think animals. I will get back to it, but I think there is a cute animal thing we could do with one of the things that we already inter- introduced to in this movie. Oh. Um, but hey, hey, I I don't really like the just oh he's stupid. That's his personality because yeah. that they also set him up early on to be like oh he's got so much to to do for us. But the only thing he really does is he swallows the heart of Tafiti at one point, mm-hmm. like while they're on the boat to be like keep it safe. And then he spits it back up. That's about it. Yeah, doesn't it, really do anything. 
I just... Yeah. And the pig doesn't do anything. I thought the pig was going to be the actual, like, Thing. animal sidekick, but it's at the beginning and the very end, because it doesn't go on the boat with them. Yeah. I mean, none of these animals are going to be anyone's, like, top ten or top five no. favorite sidekicks for princess princesses. I mean, hey, he doesn't do anything bad, so he's, like, in the middle for me, but he's not... He doesn't do anything. I just... I don't like the humor of him being just stupid. Yeah. No, that's fair. It's... Part of that is, yeah, it's just too many side characters... And if you really could, you could cut out those two. I even think you could cut out the ocean as a character. I and just make the ocean an essence of helping her. Like it's not a physical thing that like Maui throws her off the boat and it just scoops her back up. And it's not the the creepy thing where it actually parts itself so that she can get to the heart of Tafiti. Mm-hmm. I want to cut the water thing out entirely mm-hmm. because. It just doesn't make sense, you know? Moana faces all these problems because of water. Like, she almost dies one or two times, I think, right? But the ocean could have helped her those whole times, because I assume the ocean didn't know that she was going to end up on that island. But if it did, then I have a problem with the ocean just being the one in charge of everything, Mm -hmm. because then that means Moana didn't do anything, and that takes away from her character of being this strong, badass lady. What I'm thinking is... We already know the grandma dies and comes back as that manta ray thing. Mm-hmm. What if it's just the grandma that's slowly, like, guiding her into certain things? Like, she sees the manta ray, like, go one way, and she's like, oh. And then she follows, and that's how she gets to Maui's place. Like, she's completely lost that first time, and then the manta ray just shows her away. Then... I don't know. I think I think the ocean could still fuck her up, because she could still be told the ocean is on her side, but we just don't see it as this character. So instead, when she's a baby and the, she goes over, like, the ocean, like, almost by, like, coincidence or whatever, like, coincidence in air quotes, I'm doing that right now. Can you see microphone? <laughs> uh, the ocean, like, parts so that she goes to see the conch shell, and then it parts in a certain different direction. But you don't see that, like, intentional parting. Yeah. Like, you see her find these things, and the ocean then, like, sweeps back at her feet, and that's how she drops the heart of Tafiti. And so it's, and so then she talks to the ocean more. And so her the ocean is like not as defined. It's more like oh, and the grandma's just like the ocean's on your side. She did, yeah. th- th- did that, but it's definitely not like nodding to her or like shaking no. his head. I, th- I think the ocean represents the ambivalence of nature, and so in that case, it's like it's gonna help her sometimes, and it's gonna really fuck her over. Like especially when she's trying to get to Maui. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's the, that's the importance of of the ocean in that, and that she can still talk to the ocean and say, "Come on, couldn't you have given me something?" And just nothing happens. Okay. Because that also adds more jokes. If she, you, she says, you know, fish pee in you, and you have a reaction shot of the ocean, and nothing happens. <laughs> I, th- I think that that helps. I would still want to keep one cute animal side character, just be just to, just for the fact of of a uh, of a princess having one, and it. I don't think it should be grandma. No, I'm not saying the grandma is this cute side character. Okay. What if they take one of the coconut people oh, that could be and fun. they, like, sort of convert him to be nice or something? Because I have, like, an overarching idea. It's not, like, a complete rewrite of mm-hmm. everything, but I have, like, many story ideas that, like, come back in certain ways. Mm-hmm. But with that, like, he... The coconut people are just trying to find, like, a place to live on because they're living on the ship and everyone's yeah. getting hurt. And they see the human's island as a way to, like, oh, if all the humans die, then we can take over and we'll mm-hmm. have a place. So that's why they want the heart of the Tahiti. 
But then Moana shows this one guy, the small, cute little guy. We're just going to call him Chomper. 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 That, like, hey, no, if the heart of Tahiti gets, like, alive again, he'll make you a bunch of other islands. And then Chomper's like, oh, like, thumbs up. Like, he's a silent character still, you know? And that's, like, his motivation why he's, like, staying with us and helping everyone out. I think that'd be cute, really cute. Yeah. Uh, What would you think about possibly combining the coconut attack with the the turtle island where instead of like because the way that the coconuts are right now they're just this middle mm-hmm. of the ocean like diversion like the the quote-unquote reason i'm doing my air quotes next to the microphone again mm-hmm. is this midpoint because maui doesn't want to go on an adventure with her and then because she like she proves herself with the coconuts like fighting them off he does want to go on the adventure with her we could just skip all that and the fact that she, like, escaped the island mm-hmm. and, like, you know, swam, whatever, two miles just to catch up to him. That's the proof that he needs to be like, oh, wow, all right, fine, I'll adventure with you, but we have to go get my fish hook. So instead they go to the turtle island first, and we actually learn more about Maui before all this, and then we, you know, do the whole turtle thing. And while they're on Turtle Island, the coconut ships have, like, come to dock. Uh-huh. And basically when they, like, fight off the the coconuts, you know, they have actual, like, fun. They, like, you know, mess around and they meet this coconut that's a, the nice guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they are like, hey, come along. Or if you, like, you know, disengage your ships uh, and come along with us, then everything will be fine. And he's like, oh, of course. And, like, disengages the ships, like, pushes them out to sea. And that's when the turtle comes up out of the thing. He's like, I want my fish hook. And he jumps and overstretches and, like. Tomatoa? Yeah, Tomatoa. Okay, the crab. The crab. I have call him a turtle. I don't know why. I'm it's sorry. Okay. Kira fucking Knightley. <laughs> <laughs> Can that be our thing now? Is if whenever we say the wrong thing, we just say, say Kira Knightley yes. as our as our callback I'm to very, that? I'm very down. So, yeah. So, uh, so the crab comes out. And he actually, like, jumps and overshoots and, like, crashes onto the coconuts and, like, they start fighting. And then Moana and Maui and the coconut, the good coconut, are like, all right, let's escape while they're fighting amongst each other. And they leave and then they travel some more. And instead of, I don't want to say wasting time, because it's not a waste of time. Mm -hmm. But instead of spending more time with the big coconut, like, middle thing, that's when Maui's like, all right, you're a pretty cool person, like, teaches her how to sail. And we have, like, a little bit a couple of scenes on the ocean with the three of them and that's how they kind of like bond and get to know each other okay and it takes it takes more than just one day to get to to heat to feed okay i like that i have a similar ish idea i definitely want tomatoa to be our big bad of this movie because i really hate it when we find out like oh the cool villain Mm -hmm. was actually a good person all along yeah like he's not that he or she isn't that bad First time I remember watching that happen was in Spy Kids 3D. I hated that that guy turned out to be nice. Like, I was like, no, he was a dick. Yes. Arrest him, President George Clooney. Well, President George Clooney was Sylvester Stallone (laughs) in disguise. Oh, no, do good Sylvester Stallone. (laughs) Not as good as the George Lucas. Not as good as George Lucas. (laughs) Sipping on that Diet Coke. Okay, I did a goofy uh, impression the other day, and some people really liked it. I may do it later. We'll, we'll, get, we'll watch a goofy movie yes, and we'll get right that. on that. Um, so my idea for this, this uh, source script doctoring, I don't want to say pitch, but it's a lot, not a lot different, but different ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, Maui gets framed for stealing the heart of Tahiti 
And so it's actually Tomatoa that's stolen it. And so that um, he has the heart and everything, but uh, Maui lost his hook or whatever and is still trapped on the island. And so in the opening scene, Moana gets uh, Maui's hook thing. Mm -hmm. And this isn't like when she's two or something. It's like when she's 16, 17, however old she is, and she's like, hey, guys, I can do this. This is a sign from the ocean. I should do this. And so she's like really amped, like, I'm going to go fight Maui and he co- they go up and he's like oh how's everything is it good I saved everything and they're like what no you didn't he's like oh no Tomato and I were fighting for the stone and then I saved it right but I lost my hook and then she's Moana is like no we everyone thinks you like stole it and effed everyone up and he's like oh really and then that's the motivation where he's like I need to clear my name and make sure all the humans like me because I don't like it that Maui stole the heart of Tahiti in the beginning because I think it's just like a thief thing it is and I mean that makes it his fault that all this is happening in the first place like people are probably dying because of him Yeah, but I don't I don't think him clearing his name is the lesson, if we're keeping the same backstory, uh-huh. that he's supposed to learn. Well, he he thrives on people, like, loving him and, mm-hmm. like, applauding him. And to think that, like, oh, everyone hates me because of this one thing that I didn't do, mm-hmm. I think that would be enough for him to go out. But then he wouldn't... I feel like it, he... Because the point is he's not supposed to want the, the love and admiration of people by the end of it. He's supposed to do the right thing to do the right thing. Because it was his ba- it was his tragic past that made him want the uh, love of people. Uh-huh. But then it's because at the end he learn he figures out that he doesn't he shouldn't be doing that in order to set things right. He should because he goes back to help Moana without the idea that he's going to be this celebrated hero figure. He goes back to do the right thing and he breaks his his fish hook and like loses his power to do the right thing. And I think that's kind of that's what his arc should be unless you want to change what his arc should or if he or if you don't think he needs to have an arc I because I I like his arc especially because Moana doesn't really have one yeah and I want to sort of tackle Moana's arc in a second I don't really know if Maui needs an arc mm-hmm. I think he can just be good but I think we could spin it in a way where he still has the same arc with this maybe at one point like people all know like oh I spread Tomato was like Maui. Everyone thinks you're good now. Like you don't need to risk you being a god anymore. I want Tomatoa to be more manipulative, definitely. Okay. And I want Tomatoa to be like the guy who's talking to the coconut people, being like, "Hey, just blind this out. If you have the heart, all those humans are gonna die, and the ships you are on, you can just live on the shores." I also want him to like I don't know have like a gang of sharks or something <laughs> that are like his. Um, Hyenas from the Lion King, where he's like, "Hey guys, let's uh, let's go fight." So <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I'm I'm on board a little bit. I do like where it is now, just because it's almost getting a little uh, not like a Little Mermaid, but like similarly, where it's like just you've got your big bad from the start, and it's like I've got my people, and now I'm going to trick you into being into into being my my pawns and my slaves. And I prefer it just being straightforward that it is these people trying to to do to do right by their people. Because it, it feels a, a little complicated if you in, introduce the storyline of someone being framed for something. 
I do think you could do I do think you could do that just for Maui though uh-huh. and not like make it like this bigger like overarching thing where it's just like because uh, then where is the heart of Tafiti if if Tomato is the one who stole it in the first place does he still have it yeah but then they go back to the realm of monsters to go steal it back and then after they steal it back that's where like uh, Tomato is like we need to get it back like mm-hmm. the coconut people here we are my shark game <laughs> And then they try and get it back. And I was, th- I want there to be a big bad. That's the main thing I want from this. Mm-hmm. Because when when was our last big bad? I guess Entangled, right? Uh, like Frozen? I wouldn't say well, that yeah, one is like... There's no big bad in that one, yeah. Yeah, this one, no. I think that's just what they're going for right now is that there is no quote-unquote big bad. Because I think they're just trying to do, you know, as human of stories as they can in Disney right now. Which I appreciate, and I, I like uh, overall. I, I would say I, I don't think that we should go for Tomatoa being a big bad. Mm-hmm. I, I like what they're doing, but I do agree that Taka and Tafiti being the same person and like, you know, it being kind of easy to solve is not my favorite. I just don't have an idea of how to fix that. Well, okay, let's say Taka is the big bad, and now... Tomatoa is like her lackey. I could see that working. That uh, Tomatoa could have also, if you know, Tomatoa is the one who stole the heart in the first place. And then, if we're going to go in the deception angle, Tomatoa tricked Taka slash Tafiti into thinking that it was Maui. Then Ma- Maui's cast out, and because they can't find the heart, uh, then the, the adventure starts. And then that's why uh, Tomatoa has to like has even more of an incentive to stop them from bringing it back because then they'll know that then she'll know that Tomato was the one who stole it in the first place and then you know she'll kill him okay I was more saying like that Taka and uh, Tahiti T- Tomato no no, no, or no. Tahiti Tafiti. Tafiti. I was saying that they were two different characters. Oh, make them two. Okay. Yeah, so now, like, the lava person is like, Tawa, we need more destruction so I can lay out my world. And no, because, yeah, because yeah, I think you're still on the big bad train. Yeah, right? oh, absolutely. I, That's what yeah. I want. That's I think, what I want I think, from this. I think we're in two different camps where you want the big bad and I don't want one. Okay. So I think I think this is where we can split and have two different scripts. Okay. Uh, you And there's there's a version where uh, Tawa is the big bad of the of the thing. And we can keep your your version of it with that, uh, but I still I still like uh, the idea behind Taka and Tafiti being the same person. Just I just don't have a better way of executing it right now. Okay, but I do. I would like to improve that somehow. We'll put a pin in that, and maybe someday I'll come back to my Moana thoughts. <laughs> we'll do a follow up. Yep. Um, Moana having a character arc. Yes, uh, she should have one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> What, what is it, though? Uh, I don't know. It, it would be great if maybe she, not like was afraid of water, but like something that she wants to go out to the ocean, but it's, but more than just the island, like the, the rituals or like her father or whatever preventing her. Mm-hmm. It's some innate fear or some innate thing that was that's like you you don't deserve to go out there like you don't you shouldn't do this for this reason and then once she figures out that she needs to be a hero she has to be bigger than her cause so she's not actually a bad sailor because she's never learned how to sail she's a bad sailor because she's either scared or uh you know needs the confidence to to do it Mm -hmm. 
something that's my basic thought just kind of off the top of my head but i do think that she yeah she's it's it's hard to figure out what a character arc should be for someone who's already a strong character yeah well do you think there's some like princess duties that we see her like because in the beginning we see that she's like a really strong leader being like oh let's do this let's do that what if she makes the wrong decisions and then we see her dad come back and sort of like wait no do this do that Mm -hmm. and she's like questioning herself at times and then when as we get set up we see more like false confidence Mm -hmm. and to the point where she's like let's take on Taka and they fail that time and then Maui's like I don't know why we're doing this like you you weren't the right person to do this like why wasn't your father or something like that or or uh Instead of that, because the whole point, like the whole of everything, is that she kind of keeps getting help from everybody mm-hmm. to do everything. Mm-hmm. What if in the beginning she's actually doing everything by herself but doing it wrong? and But she's still got the confidence and, like, she does a few things, right? But, like, you know, when she says, all right, move the crops from here to over here, then they're like, this was even worse soil. We have, like, nothing here. And then, the like, you know, she tries to give, you know, the guy the tattoo that's over there. And she just, like misspells like something and yeah. it's just and it's one of those things where it's like she's trying to do everything and she's and but she could give other people jobs or other people could be you know heads of other things to help her out and that's when she like during parts especially when her grandma dies and becomes the manta ray and it's like go this way she's like okay maybe i'll go this way and then uh she you know tries to control maui and instead of you know like yelling at him and all that she's like no i'll appeal to his better nature so that he can help me do these things okay and so when maui has like the big outbreak brace uh, outburst is he more like you wouldn't have gotten anywhere without any help and that's where yeah. Ma- moana now is like all right i'm gonna take on to by myself yes yeah, basically like you couldn't have done any of this without me and then moana's like no i could have done this by myself i would just i would you know want to follow my grandma's wishes to do this and he's like well forget about all that and she's like fine i can do this by myself and like it's it's a very it's another simple lesson, but at least it gives her more of an arc than I fucked up once, and that's about it. Do so then when at that final scene when she's doing it by herself, like is that undercut her message when Maui comes in and save like helps out? Uh, no, I think that you could change it to. Uh, uh, if we're also, we could, it could almost double up on a few things that we've already done so far is Mo, Moana like yells out to the ocean or like, or just even out, just be like, Maui, I was, I was wrong. I need your help. And then he could either be around and be like, of course, or she yells out and says, ocean, if there's anything that you can do like to help. And like, she basically just opens it up to the entire universe. So you're saying her arc is more like not being able to accept help and trying to do it on her own? Yeah, she's too, she's too, uh, uh, she's like too specific on like, no, I can do this all on my own, mostly because like her father put that kind of pressure on her when he's like, if you're going to be the chief, you need to learn how to do all of these things. And basically over the years when she was denied her like, uh, chance to go out to the water mm-hmm. like and get the thing that she actually wants she's just been filling that with like no I need to like get better at all these things and do all this by myself and it's like her journey on the water and her journey th- with other people like be encountering new people in her life helping her again basic basic kind of story arc but I think that would at least give her something yeah no because 
I mean, she doesn't change at all in this. Maui does have the arc out of anyone, and I, I think there's a there's a point to be made for Moana not having a character arc, and that mm-hmm. she just starts off as a strong character, which is really cool, and she ends as a strong character, which is really cool. It's just not for a movie called Moana. It's it's not as much uh, fun to see a character that you are expecting growth from to not have that kind of growth. Yeah. No, I agree. I completely agree. Anything else you can uh, think of? That's it for me. Uh, and my fun facts for this were all the Alan Tudyk stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I'm excited for uh, Wreck-It Ralph 2 this week. Yeah, me too. Uh, maybe I'll, we'll show you uh, Wreck-It Ralph 1 to, to get you in the mood for it. Yeah, I'm more than down. Uh, that's one that I've been interested in. I just haven't been. I haven't had the time. Well, to let me know if you can hear Alan Tudyk in that one because he's a he's quite a good King Candy. All right, will do. Will do. All right, guys. So that's it for us. If you want to find our newest content, make sure to like our Facebook page, follow us on Instagram, and please subscribe to the podcast. Ayo, and please give us one of those five-star reviews down below in iTunes. We really appreciate that. And uh, if you give us five stars, I'll give you five hearts of Tafiti. Hey. Exactly. You can create life. So uh, that's it from all of us here. Yes. Uh, Thank you all for listening. And never forget, Kira fucking Knightley. (laughs) Kira Knightley, indeed. All right. See you guys. Bye.